Welcome to the Unapologetic Black Hottie Podcast, the podcast where Black hotties around the world can be their unapologetic selves. If you're listening to this podcast and you want to watch the video, you can find me on YouTube at Unapologetic Black Hottie. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can listen audio only on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the vibes. So on today's episode, we are going to be talking about my life, my story, give you guys a little background knowledge of who I am, who is Lanise, who is this unapologetic black hottie, and how does she become unapologetic? So we're going to start this story on a nice spring day in April in Long Beach, California, where I was born. Um, so yeah, born and raised in Long Beach, California. I don't really know what much to say about Long Beach, California. It's just the fact that it's Long Beach and it's California. Um, pretty much LA area, LA County, you know, I can go to LA. Technically, it should only take me like 45 minutes, but it always takes more than an hour, but that's because of traffic. So, um, yeah. So the environment that I grew up in, I kind of grew up in like a Latin American neighborhood, um, particularly I grew up around a lot of Mexicans and I went to school with a lot of white people. So the environments that I grew up in were, you know, not really black, you could say. The that I really had in my life just came from family so going to like family parties or reunions or whatever the case may be but my normal day-to-day life was always around white people mexican people or other hispanics so i grew up um in a christian household went to church every sunday still go to church every sunday um predominantly white schools I'm talking, I'm the only black girl in my entire class. There's probably like, you know, max two of us in one class. For the most part, it was just a bunch of white people. And I think, I feel like that took, I don't know, that that was a very, very much, what's the word I'm looking for? Essential or what is it? Like, Oh, I cannot think of the word, but long story short, that had so much impact on me as I, you know, have grown up throughout the years. And we'll get into that. I grew up, you know, skinny, only black girl, and it was, it was stressful. I'm not going to lie. Um, I would always get bullied, you know, everybody has that story, the bullying story. Yeah, I was always the kid that got picked on, got bullied by the quote-unquote popular girls so it took a big toll on my self-esteem like I always known I was small well okay when you're a kid you don't really like know that you're small you just are and you don't really pay attention to the size of your body or like anything like that when you're a kid until someone points it out to you and they make it seem like it's a problem and so then that's when you start like really focusing on yourself so yeah I was always bullied, being made fun of all the time, Um, people pretending to be my friend, like make a joke out of it, or 
yeah. And then, like I said, you know, being one of the only black kids in the whole entire grade, um, it's definitely like hard to miss me. So fast forward to like fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. Okay, let's fast forward to like those years, like middle school area. Middle school was like rough. It was really hard for me to like keep my friends. And I honestly think it's because I have a lot of theories of what I think. Okay, one, I think it's because I'm black. Two, I think it's because it was just really hard for me to maintain like relationships with women. And honestly, it still kind of is. And, you know, we will once again dive deeper into that into a completely other episode. I am a girl's girl, but it is hard for me to maintain relationships with women for various reasons. And this all starts in middle school. So middle school, I had a couple of friends. Um, They were all white. And I don't know. I I, I always kind of just felt like the outsider. Um, Not only with like my Christian background and my friends didn't come from that. So it's like they got to do stuff that I wasn't allowed to do or they got to wear stuff that I wasn't allowed to wear. So I had like stricter parents and all my other friends. And so it was like kind of just hard to fit in. And then because I grew up differently with different values and codes, like as far as coming from my family and they came up with like their own coming from their own family. So it's just like a lot of times wires would cross and it'd be like, why are you talking to me a certain way? Why are you doing certain things? And yada, yada, yada. And so that would really just cause like a lot of like strains between our relationship. And then I started off. So when I was a kid, I was very much quiet spoken like people would run all over me and I would kind of just let them like I would just ignore it pretty much until I met this one girl shout out to my girl Ashley um she pretty much taught me stand up for myself and to not let people like walk over me and to like use my voice so because of that um it got to the point where I stopped being like the pushover. I stopped letting people say whatever they wanted to say to me, do whatever they wanted to do to me, whatever, whatever. And I started standing up for myself. And so that's when I became an issue. So it's like when I was like the token black girl, yes, ma'am, yes, whatever, whatever girl, the follower, I had no issues maintaining my friends. But the moment I started standing up for myself and knowing my worth and not letting people to talk, walk over me, that is when I began to lose friends. And that plus just like the different lifestyles in which that we grew up with. So I'm actually friends with some of these girls still. But in the time when we were all growing up, it was really hard. Like some weeks we would be friends, you know, middle school stuff. Some weeks you're friends, some weeks you're not friends. But I feel like those things stuck with me. And so I stopped seeking friendships in women because it was just hard. Um, in all honesty, I I kind of feel like those developmental years like they really are important it's not even like I kind of feel like that I know they're important and it's just like seeing how much impact those moments have had on me as an adult now and as I've grown up and the way it it has shaped the way I view things and see things and how I move and everything it's quite interesting um so yeah growing up predominantly white schools Obviously, you know, the black community will say that I'm whitewashed or whatever, but it's just based off of the reality of the environment in which I grew up around. Um, 
me personally, I don't think I'm whitewashed. I just think I'm me. Um, but that is, once again, another topic for another time. I would just say that growing up in, like, predominantly white school versus, like, if I were going to the school that I was supposed to go to, my upbringing is very much different compared to, like, my friends now. And so I feel like that's just good context to have so that when you're listening to me and you're hearing my perspectives and everything, you're kind of understanding where this kind of stemming from and my thought processes and all this other stuff. So yeah, friendships were really, really hard to maintain. Like we would have really high highs and really low lows. And then when we all got to high school, we definitely all separated. I went one way, everyone went another way. And then eventually they all split apart from each other as well. So we all found our own friend groups eventually. Even then, I would still have like trouble. I finally had found a group of girls that like were my ride or dies, you know. So I found one of these girls in my senior year. No, not my senior year. My sophomore year. Okay, I found one of these girls my sophomore year. And we were like this. Like that was my girl. It's like even if we had like a disagreement or an argument, like we it never like went as crazy as like the ones in my middle school relationships did go. And then we added a new addition to our group in like junior year. And then our senior year, we added another girl. So then by the end of senior year, there was four of us. So when we added these girls, our dynamic was really interesting. Um, Once again, Christian household. Um, one of my other friends, also a Christian household, and she was also black. And then my other two friends, one was half white, half Mexican, and then one was just like full Mexican. Is she Mexican? I think she is. Has- I'll just say Hispanic to keep to-, to keep it safe. You know, we had like a little, you know, cheetah girls moment going on. We had a little bit of everybody in the little friend group. And so, you know, that was the first time where I ever felt solidarity within like a women, all women group. But like I said, we all came from different backgrounds. So there's just like a lot of stuff that, you know, like my family probably wouldn't approve of. Their family would be would be totally fine with whatever the case may be. Um, but overall, like it was such a great dynamic between the friend group until things got a little crazy. We all maintained friendship until maybe like a year or so out of college I think a year out of college and that is when the drama started to occur in this new friend group so um it kind of just all started with the fact that so I was talking no 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 my friend was like oh hey this guy on my snapchat messaged me and he wants to talk to you and I'm like you know okay like whatever so one thing that is important to know about me and my friends at the time is that we lived by girl code okay that means you do not talk to someone that your friend used to talk to date slept with liked nothing like you don't have no type of like i'm not gonna try to date this guy not gonna try to flirt with this guy whatever because i i know you know what i mean girl code so key important to know So she's like, yeah, okay, this guy wants to talk to you. I'm like, okay. So, you know, she sets me, she hooks us up or whatever. I get his phone number off of Snapchat. We're, like, talking, vibe is cool, like, chill. 
And so me and my friends decide like, oh, let's go to the beach. So we go to the beach and he's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm at the beach with my friends. And then he's like, oh, can I come by? So I asked my friends, I was like, hey, is it cool if he comes? And they're like, heck yeah, girl, bring him over, whatever, whatever. And so Shorty starts looking at me some type of way. She's like, yeah, it's fine. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, everyone's saying it's fine. Um, I'm not usually the type of person that's just like, I'm going to bring my friend to the girls' night or whatever. But strict family, um, I didn't feel like I could just ask my parents, can I go hang out with, like, this guy that they've never met? Um, And so my friends kind of knew that. So they were like, oh, yeah, like, you know, go ahead. Like, we, we get it. So, um, he came through and our other guy friends ended up being there too. So don't worry. It just wasn't just like weird or anything. Um, so the guy comes to the beach and all of a sudden my friend who hooked us up together is like acting like rude to me, like attitude on a hundred. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? So, you know, I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to focus on, like, you know, him because, like, he came out all this way. So, like, I can't just, you know, focus all my attention into her right now. And then, like, this, you're you're my guest at this point. So, it's like I can't neglect my guest. So, you know, we're talking or whatever. And so, the night ends. He goes home. And I talk, tell my friends, my other two friends, I'm like, hey, like, she she has, like, attitude with me or something like that. And they're like, yeah, like, I don't know why her vibe just, like, changed. So they're not even know what's going on. I'm like, okay. So then I text her. I'm like, hey, are you, like, upset with me or something? And she was like, um, yeah, I'm just mad that the two of you are, like, talking to each other. And I'm like, huh? What on earth do you mean you're mad that we're talking to each other? And she's like, yeah, me and him used to talk. For those of you listening, I am making a facial expression of shocked. Yeah, I was like, uh, skirt, put the brakes on that. What, what do you mean the two of you used to talk? She goes, yeah, I used to talk to him before you guys talked. So, girl code, girl code, girl code. What do you mean that you used to talk to him, you know? So, I messaged him. I was like, hey, you know. Me and my friend, like, we got this thing, girl code. Like, we don't talk to to the people that our friends used to talk to. So, like, you, you got to go. You got to go. So, he's like, oh, no, nah, it's cool. Like, I get it. He was, like, easy about it. But, like, it wasn't easy. He was like, that was a long time ago. Like, it didn't even go anywhere. Blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, yeah, I get that. But, like, that's still my girl. You know what I mean? Like, girls, chicks over you know so i'm like all right like it was real deuces and he's like all right so i'm like i took my friend back and i'm like oh don't even worry about it like i just you know cut him off like snip 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 circumcised like it's done and he was like she was like oh nah it's okay the two of you could have each other i'm like what do you mean the two of us can have each other She's like, I'm done with you, and I'm done with him. I'm like, hold up. So this is the first time I ever cried over a, a friendship heartbreak, okay? The first freaking time. Keep in mind, I said all throughout middle school, me and my friends are like on and off all the time. Never cried about any of those situations. This is the first time I ever cried over a friendship. So I was super close with the with. The girl I met sophomore year. But when I met 
the other girl, we became even closer. And that's probably because we had like classes together and I used to spend the night at her house all the time. And like, once again, we were both black. So it's like, I felt like I developed a connection that I've always been longing for. I've always wanted friends with like black women because that's not what I grew up with. And so I always longed for that relationship. And so I finally got one and it ended like that. So I'm crying to my parents. I tell them what happened. And they're like, well, I didn't tell them the full story because your girl was not trying to get in trouble talking about I told some guy to meet me at the beach. You know what I'm saying? So I just told him like half the story. Sorry if you're listening. I'm grown now. So I can't get in trouble for this. But yeah, I'm like crying to my parents. I'm like, I don't know. He's she told me. They're like, uh. So boom. Now I don't have her anymore. And then um, I still everyone to talk to my other friend and then the first friend that I met sophomore year like we were still friends um so then fast forward uh the other girl comes back she's like I'm so sorry the reason why I um was so mad was because I lost my virginity to him yes her whole entire virginity and I'm like bro so not only Did you set me up with someone that you used to talk to, but you also lost your whole entire virginity to him and you just set me up with him and then you got mad at me for talking to him when I didn't even know that the two of you had canoodled together? Like, what? She's like, yeah, I'm so sorry. I miss you. Like, I want you back. And I'm like, all right, man. Like, I was pissed. I'm not going to hold you. I was pissed. But, you know, I've, like I said, always longed the black girl relationship, the black girl friendship. And I still hadn't found a new black girl friendship. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm going to just, you know, give this a whole nother try. So long story short, I tried to give it a try. And it was really just hard for me to move past the pain that the situation caused me. And it's like I could feel her trying so hard and I would try back and then it's like something would happen and it was hard for me to like forgive her and so it kind of turned into like I had to love her from a distance type of thing because it was just hard being around like every time I was around her I just like I didn't feel safe anymore so that's like one of my friendships and then I had another friendship that ended not great once again over boys I think that's the reason why it's so hard for me to like have friends with girls because to me I'm like forget them boys like what I don't care about them you know what I mean but I don't know not everybody thinks the same that's perfectly fine I did rekindle one of those friendships unfortunately it was over like really sad news which maybe I will talk about in a future podcast maybe I will not talk about um but some really sad stuff is what we brought us together and we kind of just realized that we were both being stupid at the time and we had both apologized and yeah but the issue is that it's really hard to get back to the way things used to be once like feelings have been hurt and so when you're trying to rekindle these relationships the beginning stages are like make or break not the beginning stages, but how you handle it is make or break. You're either going to attempt 
to try to rekindle a fire that already died down or you're going to start from scratch and try to learn each other all over again. But however, if you're both not on the same page about that and one of you is trying to restart and the other is just trying to jump back in, you know, that causes friction. And that is what I learned from the first time I tried to rekindle a relationship because I stopped being able to rekindle it and I started to try to to start a new one while this person would just try to rekindle something that was already done it's already dust and so that just caused a lot of confusion and infliction within the relationship um I really went on a tangent I was just talking about my background in my life and then relationship wise um so I had a crush on this guy from kindergarten yes kindergarten and then I went to a k-through-eight school so I went to the same school with the same people from kindergarten all the way up to eighth grade Obviously, some people left, some people came. So, like, you know, I, I did meet new people, but I was always in the same environment. So, yeah, I had a crush on this guy all the way from kindergarten until eighth grade. Was it eighth grade? Yeah, it was eighth grade, but I stopped trying to, like, I never tried to pursue him, but I stopped crushing as he was like a background crush at some point because I ended up getting my first boyfriend in seventh grade. Um, so I got a boyfriend in like seventh grade. He was new to our school and he, um, the first day we met, it was just like, we liked each other or whatever. So we started dating. I forgot what, I don't, obviously it was such a long time ago. I don't really know what happened, but like we were having issues in our, our middle school relationship. So I told one of my friends friends quote-unquote friends what happened in the relationship and so she convinced me to break up with him and then a week later they're dating so the whole time she told me I broke up with my man because she wanted to date him like what yeah I I don't I don't get it I don't understand um and then okay so boom let's go back to the original crush because that was the main point of the story so first crush that I ever had so I like him all the way from kindergarten to eighth grade we graduate or culminate from eighth grade moving on to high school and I finally slide into his Facebook DMs oh yeah Facebook DMs and I say hey I just want you to know that I've always had a crush on you and I think you're really great and da 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 Y'all want to know what this almost said something that I don't think I'm allowed to say on Apple Podcasts. So y'all want to know what this man said to me? He said, shut the boop up, you H-O-E. My first crush ever. First time I ever confessed my feelings to someone and I get told to shut the F up and get called a H-O-E. Girl, the devastation that I felt. Like, what? I was like, what? And like, I wasn't even a hoe. I mean, oops. (laughs) I wasn't one. I literally had one boyfriend the entire years that he knew me. I never even talked to guys like that. 
Like, literally, the first guy I talked to is the first guy I dated in middle school. You know what I mean? And I've known him since kindergarten. So, I'm like, hey, yo. Like, what did I do to you? And then my messenger is so sweet to him. So, now that I'm older, I'm pretty sure that, like, it was just, like, a girl that had his phone. And she, like, said that to me. Because there's really no reason why he should have said that to me. Because, like, I've... I never did anything to warrant that type of response from him. But yeah, so obviously at the time I didn't, you know, put together that maybe someone else had his phone. So my little middle school heart was broken. So after that, I just started having crushes on people from afar and I never would pursue them. So that brings me into my first relationship that I ever had, which was senior year towards the end. Started dating this guy. This guy, not my type whatsoever but he's attainable. And that sounds so wrong. And I feel like now that I'm older, I feel so bad. But at the time I was like, this is all I deserve in life. You know, I was like, I can't get anyone that I'm actually like attracted to. So I just have to date the guy who is like nice to me. And it's funny, you know, that did not go well, y'all. I, okay, you know how they say it's like, what's on the inside that counts? Like, yeah, that counts. But like the outside matters too, because after a while, like the funny and the nice, the personality, it's only going to hold for so long. And that sounds really wrong. But it's true. Because if I'm not attracted to you, how are we going to have kids? How am I going to like, it just, it's just not right. So unfortunately, it would be to the point where I was like low-key like embarrassed that we were dating. And like I said, that sounds so bad. And that's essentially why I broke up with him because I was like, this isn't right, you know, for either one of us. But at the time, that's what I thought I could get. Like my self-esteem was shot, like from the bullying to the to the the guy I had a crush on, you know, talking to me that way to none of the guys throughout high school pursuing me. Because like I said, I went to school in a predominantly white school. And I lived in a predominantly Hispanic neighborhood. So every girl that all the guys are interested in, whether the guy was black, white, Hispanic, whatever, whatever, they're all interested in the white girls or the the, the Hispanic girls. None of them were interested. No one was into black girls. And the ones that were into black girls were already in relationships with black girls. So it's like, I was a friend that like, Okay, I don't know if you guys ever seen the movie Duff, which is like designated ugly fat friend. And you don't have to be necessarily ugly or fat or whatever. That's what Duff means. Okay, I'm just saying a definition. It's what the word, that's what the movie designated the word Duff to mean. And so basically, like I was a friend that everyone would come up to and be like, hey, like put me on with your friend. Like I was that girl. Like people would just come up to me so they could get to my friends. And so that's when I came to the realization, a false realization, that like I was just undesirable and that no one would ever want me. So it's like I should be grateful that anyone wants me at all. And so I settled for, you know, what I thought I was worth. And he's a like I said, great guy. Um, you know, ten out of ten personality, ten out of ten funny or whatever the case. Okay, not ten out of ten funny, that's pushing it. He was funny. In his own way. Okay. Great personality. But I was like, I'll never get be able to date someone who's like actually my type. 
So I just settled. And that is the result of like my self-esteem. So at some point, you know, during the relationship, like I said, I realized like this isn't healthy for either one of us. I'll tell you more about my relationship stories because they actually get real deep. Those are, that's going to have to be like trigger warning type stories because those, even starting just from like that first relationship is, is like insane. So I'll go into more depth about those later on. But yeah, you know, like just growing up, not being the desirable of the friendship group because, you know, all of the, all of the men were into white girls and et cetera. Um, so the self-esteem was shot, shot. So we leave high school we go to college we meet new people more black people um have a fun time i will have an other episode about like my college life so yeah you know that's just kind of the background of how my childhood went and then we went to college where i majored in elementary and special education college story was is a whole other episode um And then, yeah, and then now currently I am a teacher and I am in the middle of doing something called an induction program, which is a fancy word for California wants to uh, take all of my money, even though I'm a teacher and I don't make any money. Um, Yeah, but I would just say like that's pretty much just the, the gist of my background. That's just a little small snippets of my upbringing and the the environment that I grew up in. And over time, you know, I'll go into more depth about a lot of the topics that I discussed today, but this is just really wanted to like lay a foundation so you would understand who I am. But yeah. Oh, I forgot to do this earlier. So at the beginning of every podcast, I want to do like a thought of the week. So I forgot to do this earlier, but this week, my thought of the week is to know your worth. So I really think it's important to understand your worth and to know your worth and to make other people be aware of your worth. Because if not, there's so many aspects of life where if you don't know your worth, things aren't going to go as planned for you. So if you don't know your your worth at work, you're going to get underpaid, overworked, stressed out you don't know your worth in a relationship you're gonna get overplayed overworked stressed out ran over and if you don't know your your worth within your own self you're going to overplay yourself stress yourself out overwork yourself and you're not gonna love yourself um so my thought of the week this week is just to like know your worth stand your ground and stick up for you because You have to have the mindset that no one else is going to stand up for you until you have to stand up for yourself. That's my thought of the week. Hopefully, I remember to say my thought of the week on time next time. Fingers crossed. Um, But yeah, so once again, if you want to watch this podcast, if you're listening in, you can find us on YouTube or find us. You can find me on YouTube at Unapologetic Black hottie and if you are watching on youtube you can listen audio only on spotify and apple Podcasts. once again at unapologetic black hottie we're also available on tiktok tiktok and instagram also um our tiktok is 
unapologetic underscore black hottie and our instagram is unapologetic black hottie um but yeah if you made it to the end of this first episode i appreciate you so much for tuning in and listening and stay tuned for more episodes to be done weekly still haven't decided on a specific day in which i want to release my episodes consistently um just because i want to see like audio audio audience retention rate days and see just like which day works best for everyone else before i decide which day series my podcast on um so as of right now just stay tuned for episodes to be released every week and to be notified when those episodes are released make sure you follow the TikTok and the instagram where i will notify you you can also follow me or join my discord server um can i plug can you search up discord servers i don't know but my discord server is niceverse n-i-s-e-y-v-e-r-s-e if you want to join the discord server feel free um but yeah i hope you guys have an amazing week and i will see you next time bye